Greetings and salutations. It is I, Jeremy Jimenez, and we are going to be discussing the reboot of NXT that will start tonight. And why I'm not really worried about this reboot happening. And why you should be looking forward to it, in my opinion. So, let's take a deep dive in what we expect to see tonight and see how we like it. So let's go over what we know is happening tonight. Um, back um, two days ago on Sunday, Samoa Joe took to social media and announced that he is relinquishing the NXT Championship due to an unspecified injury. And then yesterday, Commissioner or GM William Regal came on to social media and announced that tonight's Four Corners match, which was originally for the number one contendership, is for the NXT Championship. And it will fit... Pete Dunne versus Kyle O'Reilly versus LA Knight versus Tommaso Ciampa. Personally, I would be okay with any of these people winning. Um, my personal choice would be Pete Dunne, but we will see how that develops. But by the end of tonight, we should have a new NXT champion. Also tonight, we will have the Women's Championship being defended. With Raquel Gonzalez going against Frankie Monet. I'm hoping this starts a feud between the two of them. Because I think Raquel can learn quite a bit by feuding with Frankie Monet. And also tonight we have fun called The Index Wedding. With Indy Hartwell and Dexter Loomis quote getting married. Um, I expect shenanigans from the Garganos. Possibly the wedding getting interrupted by an outside influence, like an Austin Theory. But we will see. This should be fun either way. So, most of the lineup doesn't look like it's going to be too different than the last NXT. But there supposedly is a reboot, excuse me, reboot going on. We have a new logo with colors. So, what I'm quoting as NXT LSD will be starting tonight. So, a more colorful NXT instead of it looking gritty. And supposedly, this is going to be the first major change of several changes that will be gradually phased into NXT. Supposedly. We will see how this all develops in the coming weeks and months. Because I don't think any of these changes are going to be... A something that happens at the snap of a finger. <laughs> and that will go into why I am still excited for NXT and its future in a moment. So, NXT is going to be rebooted tonight. I am not scared of this. I think most of it is still going to be the NXT we know and love. It's just going to be more colorful. Why this is happening is supposedly... The powers that be, your Vince McMahons, Kevin Dunn's, Nick Khan's, all those people in charge, have been, are been rather upset that NXT, quote-unquote, lost the ratings war to AEW Dynamite. And they think that that means that NXT is not working the way they want it to. 
supposedly they feel like that when people get called up, they have to retrain people to not work like they do in NXT and work the way Vince McMahon wants them to work. So supposedly he's going to be a little more hands-on with it. Um, when this was announced in August that this was happening, or at least revealed, everyone's just assuming that Vince McMahon was going to be taking direct control of NXT. That does not appear to be the case. Um, you got to remember, Vince McMahon is about 76 years old now, and he can't be taking that kind of... Um, responsibility, he's getting older, so are the other people in his inner circle, your Bruce Pritchards, they're not who they used to be 20, 30 years ago, so they're, they can barely make Raw work most of the time, they figured out SmackDown, but their approach would be very detrimental to NXT if they were doing it and adding that workload to what they're already doing, so it appears that NXT is still going to be run mostly by the same faces that have been running it. Triple H, Shawn Michaels, uh, William Regal, Matt Bloom, Sarah Mato, that whole crew. They're still running NXT, so I don't think much is going to change in the ring. And as long as they have their stalwarts, um, your Johnny Gargano's, Tommaso Ciampa's, you know, the... Um, in-ring product is going to be fine. Unfortunately, they don't have Adam Cole anymore. Rumor is that that's because the main roster plan for him was to make him a manager. I wouldn't have stuck around either. So I don't blame him for going to AEW for that, if that was the plan. Um, and there's nothing for him left to do in NXT. And really, there's not much left for... Gargano and Champa to do, but I think they seem to be perfectly okay with helping the other people on the NXT roster. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if they transition more into trainer roles or player coach roles as time goes on. Um, some, uh, saw at a report that Gargano's contract is coming up at the end of this year. Um, he's also going to be a father soon so we'll see what happens but I don't think he's going to change what he's doing now and I can see him basically becoming more of a of a trainer at the performance center that gives him some more freedom to help raise his child and they might do the same with Candice LeRae when she is back and has her kid, but we'll see. Either way, um, fatherhood definitely changed Tommaso Ciampa, and he seems content to stay in NXT. So, we'll see how things work out. Um, it would be a nice little story if they do make Ciampa the champion, the new champion, and have his quest for Goldie um, conclude, but well, I don't think that's going to happen, even though I wouldn't mind it, and let's face it, Tommaso with Goldie was much more fun when he was a hated villain, and it's kind of hard to hate the man right now.
with everything he's been through that we know of now with his neck injury, his issues with becoming a father and all that that got revealed. Um, L.A. Knight is the newest face here, but he's definitely not new to pro wrestling. Um, he's probably not going to be in NXT very long. So if they want to give him a title run, they might pull the trigger now. Um, Kyle O'Reilly has actually been in NXT for over four years now, but primarily as a tag team wrestler. And they've only really made him a singles star in the last year. Um, he might be the future babyface for NXT for a while. Um, but we will see how his continued star-making trajectory goes. Adam Cole did everything he could to help make Kyle O'Reilly a single star while he was still in NXT. So we'll see if they pull the trigger now. I think they will pull the trigger eventually with Kyle being champion. Um, he's... He's been a singles champion before. He was a former Ring of Honor champion. So we'll see how that goes. And then the last person in this equation is Pete Dunne, who was my personal choice. He held down the NXT UK brand as it was forming. And he has been a joy on TV in whatever role they've given him in NXT as a proser weight or as the um leader of Pat McAfee's brand and he's challenged for the NXT championship a couple times headlined a takeover back in February and he should be ready to carry the brand if they give him the call um there's a rumor that his contract is coming due very soon, but um, they're still pushing him as along the top of the card. So I think he may have resigned, and if he does resign, they may decide to award him with the NXT Championship. But we will see. Um, either way, I don't see how they can go go wrong with any choice they make here for the NXT champion going forward. Um, one thing to keep in mind is that Samoa Joe indicated that he will be coming back for his championship when he gets cleared, whenever that is. So, there's an impending feud with Samoa Joe for whoever wins the title. And there's plenty of other people that on the roster they can start moving up to feud for the championship. So we'll see what's going on. Um, as for the women's championship, we have Raquel Gonzalez going against Frankie Monet. I think this should be built up into a nice long feud with Monet eventually getting the championship as they groom someone else to take over the title picture going forward. Who that is, is anyone's guess. Most of the people I would have picked have been moved up to the main roster already. So we'll see um, 
who is the next person after Raquel or Frankie. But either way, I look forward to this, and I'm hoping this is a nice long feud. And let's face it, Index Wedding should be fun tonight. Just sit back and relax and enjoy what is probably going to be the conclusion of a year-long storyline. Because it seems like only in NXT can you do long-term storylines in the WWE Universe. So, let's sit back and enjoy and see what this quote-unquote rebrand of NXT brings. So, speaking of the rebrand, let's talk a little bit about it and why I'm not worried about it. Um... Mostly, I'm not worried about the NXT rebrand because it seems like, despite early rumors when it broke that there was going to be a rebrand, it seems like the same people are going to still be in charge of NXT. So, the in-ring product is probably not going to change very much, at least not right away, because they still have to get a lot of these newer people that they've signed who are not um, from the independent wrestling world. They have to get these people ready for television. And that's part of what the PC is there for. I mean, we're just starting to see some of these people arrive, and some of these people have been here for quite a while. Um, You've seen um, debuts in the breakout tournament in the last month. Of people that have been in the system for a while, like Odyssey Jones and Duke Hudson, they're now ready for television. It takes a while for them to get to that point. Um, There's plenty of other people that they've picked up from outside of pro wrestling that are in the PC learning now. They're not going to put them on TV until they're ready. So, I mean, we just saw the debut of the Creed Brothers last week. They have a amateur wrestling background, but they only just put them on TV last week. Takes them a little time to learn from the pro, from the amateurs to the pros. Um, I definitely got a Steiner Brothers vibe from them last week, but that, that could be a tag team of the future. And we'll see how they develop. Um, and you have a lot of other people down on the horizon, maybe around the win- late winter or so, you might start seeing some of these people debut on television, and that's where you have your Johnny Gargano's, Tommaso Ciampa's, Timothy Thatcher's, all those people from pro wrestling, they're going to be helping these people from outside pro wrestling get acclimated. So that's why you need those people Um, apparently recruiting for WWE in the future is going to be more focused outside of independent wrestling. I don't think they're going to abandon it entirely, even though the internet wrestling community, IWC narrative, seems to be that that's the way it's going to be. I don't think that's going to be the case. You can't completely ignore the independent wrestling scene, in my opinion. You're not going to... Let all those people go to AEW or 
there was going to be major problems down the road for the WWE. But we'll see how that happens. Most of your recruits are going to come from outside of pro wrestling now. I'm okay with that. We'll see how they develop if they become quality entertainers. Which is what WWE is shooting for. So, let's see what happens. Um, one thing that you cannot deny NXT has built very well for WWE is a competent women's division. Yeah, I definitely think they're going to keep looking in independent wrestling for women as well as outside wrestling. Sometimes you get lucky, you can find a Bianca Belair or Alexa Bliss outside of the independent women women um, scene, but they're still going to sign people from um, Joshi organizations in Japan, I think, as you saw with Saray or the independent wrestling scene, which you saw with Zoe Stark and Cora Jade and Frankie Manet. So a lot of these people are still going to come from independent wrestling, you'll still, and you'll have a, plenty of other people that come outside of independent wrestling, because sometimes you get lucky with that. I mean, that's going back 20 years. I mean, Trish Stratus was a fitness, um, fitness model, and she developed into one of the best women's wrestlers ever. Um, Charlotte Flair was, I think, a physical therapist out of college. Don't quote me there. But she was not originally in pro wrestling, even though she had the connections. Um, then you have people that are in pro wrestling. You have Becky Lynch, your um, Sasha Banks and Bailey's. They were in um, independent wrestling before WWE. So, who knows? Um, they've gotten several people from... Um, cheerleading slash dancing. Uh, I think um, Carmella and Naomi are two big names they got from um, cheerleading and dancing. And so, so you never know. Sometimes you hit, sometimes not. Um, and clearly, they still look at the um, fitness world, where where they got Alexa Bliss. Um, Dana Brooke they got from there. Um, that's all that's popping off the top of my head. And then, you know, um, in NXT you have people like Casey Catanzaro who came from the um, American Ninja Warrior. So you never know. You might find a, a good person anywhere. So you have to keep, you have to approach this reboot with an open mind. You never know what kind of gold you're going to find. And I've seen a lot of closed-mindedness in the IWC. I think a lot of that is coming from people who abandoned WWE for AEW, spewing their narrative. But AEW has its fun parts. It's got its problems, too. That's a whole different issue. Um, but the IWC has its narrative, and they're going to run with it. No matter what. So overall, I think the NXT reboot 
can be a very good thing. Um, the brand does need a refresh. Um, it has lost a lot of um, its original luster. Part of that is due to WWE and Vince McMahon's own stubbornness with calling people up. Part of that is because they um, lost a lot of fans to AEW. And really, those are the main things that I think have hurt NXT over the last couple of years. Um, Vince McMahon's stubbornness, I mean, up until really Tommaso Champion's injury in 2019, there was a constant stream of talent getting called up. And then a monkey wrench got thrown in it in 2019. And really, there was a lot of upheaval with um, NXT. Looking back in the spring of 2019, they were looking for people who could, they could build the brand around as they were moving to cable TV instead of just being a network show. And that worked pretty well for a lot of people. Um, People like um, Johnny Gargano and Tommaso Ciampa um, realized with their taste in, um, or I guess around March of 2019, of the main roster that they were probably going to just be buried in the tag division or the mid card, and they thought that they could be better utilized in NXT as kind of player coaches. And that's where they've stayed, and that's probably where they're going to stay their entire WWE career. They seem to be okay with that. Um, then sometimes people just outgrow what they can do in NXT. Um, you have the situation with Adam Cole where it was reported, I think by Dave Meltzer, that the uh, main roster plan for him was to make him a manager for a heel Keith Lee and apparently Adam Cole, if that was the plan or whatever plan they, they had, decided to take his trade elsewhere when his contract expired after the last takeover. And if that was the plan, he made the right move, in my opinion. Because Adam Cole should be featured as a top guy. NXT proved that. But supposedly Vince wants bigger people. The narrative that came out in the internet wrestling community, IWC, was that Vince wanted people over six feet tall and over 200 pounds. So that doesn't help the 5'10", 5'11", people who have dominated NXT for years. Your Johnny Gargano's, Tony Sachampa's, um, Adam Cole's, and then you have a bunch of other people at or near the top of the card that are around that size. Your Pete Dunn's, your Kyle O'Reilly's. I mean, that's a worry. Um, but 
we'll see. I'm not sure NXT is going to change that right away, but that's probably going to be a medium to long-term goal of NXT, where they're going to try and um, push bigger people and not and not um, push their product towards the independent wrestling scene because most of those people have willingly embraced AEW and abandoned NXT. Um, part of this um, issue with NXT also goes to Vince's stubbornness because NXT was feeding Vince plenty of guys. You think back to um, people like Aleister Black and Andrade who were top stars in NXT, former champions. They went to the main roster and mostly did nothing. Andrade became a U.S. champion and... Alistair became the king of catering, pretty much. Hence why they are in AEW now. So, I mean, you can't blame an Adam Cole for leaving. If he sees that people his size are a little bigger or smaller are all going up to the main roster and being buried on main event, not being used in top spots that's a problem. I mean, you get a couple anomalies here and there, like Daniel Bryan and Finn Balor, but for the most part, if you're six feet and 200 pounds in real life, unless you have a boisterous personality, you're not going too far, but even then, even the bigger people are having trouble getting on, um, or getting over on the main roster. Look at Keith Lee. He's been sitting and catering for the last month. I don't know what they're doing with Keith Lee. Don't even get me started there. That man should be a bona fide main eventer. I think they're just waiting to draft him to SmackDown and going from there. But that's another another subject for another time. But um, basically Vince's stubbornness is the reason NXT is in this position where it needs a reboot. I don't think the reboot is going to be a bad thing. I don't mind the new colorful logo, um, the design of the CWC for the reboot from what we've been teased with does look interesting, and we'll see what it looks like tonight. But either way, this isn't anything to fear. This is something to approach with an open mind and embrace, and if you claim to love NXT... Give it an honest shot. I doubt the in-ring wrestling is going to change very much. And with that, let's do a quick hop over the pond, see what's going on with NXT UK. Um, last week's episode was built around a replay of the UK Championship match from TakeOver between Walter and Ilya Dragunov, which Dragunov finally conquered Walter, and Walter's title reign ended at 870 days, which is hugely impressive, especially in the modern era. So, what, what the future holds for Walter, we will see. I think there's going to be a rematch, and then hopefully he's going to regular NXT or perhaps even the main roster 
I mean, we've seen a call-up come from NXT UK. Um, Piper Niven is now due drop on Monday Night Raw. What you think of that is your opinion. Uh, I don't hate it. It gives her exposure. And, hey, um, Kaylee Ray went over to um, regular NXT. Probably going to be the long-term build-up to a champion over there. And um, women's division over here in UK is being held down by Mako Satamora. And they've had um, some interesting signings in this year. Um, they brought in um, Millie McKenzie, um, Amelia McKenzie, excuse me. Can't get used to that. Um, B Priestley's got brought in as Blair Davenport. And um, Randy Tyler got brought in as um, Stevie Turner. And those are all very interesting and um People with a lot of international, especially Japanese, pedigree. So, we'll see how that goes. And then they're, um, their undercard they've built up with people like Aaliyah James and Amel. And they still have people like Zia Brookside and Nina Samuels. And, um, Ginny. They're, um... Aoife Valkyrie looks like she might have torn her knee up. I'm not 100% sure how accurate that is. But um, I still think they were building towards something to there. Hopefully she's okay and is back on track soon. Because I think she has a great look. Um, as far as the tag team scene, it's being held down by Pretty Deadly. Who are good. Um, I'm not a biggest. I'm not their biggest fan, but I don't hate them. Um, looks like they're building up. They're rebuilding Gallus, or specifically the Coffee Brothers, to go after them now. Um, they have. They were doing something with Mustache Mountain, and pretty Dudley beat Mustache Mountain with some shenanigans. So we'll see what happens. Um, haven't heard anything about the Dublin takeover. I'm hoping it happens since crowds seem to be becoming a thing in the UK and Ireland. So hopefully the next round of um, tapings for NXT UK have a crowd in front of them because UK crowds are pretty fun. If you watch some of the old progress or ICW on the network, or on Peacock, excuse me, and you get a good grasp of how fun the UK crowds can be. But that's a quick breakdown of what's happening in the world of NXT. They're also having a um, tournament for the Heritage Cup, which Tyler Bree is holding on to right now. Um, my guess is Tio Moon's going to wind up winning that, but we'll see. Um, but that's a recap of NXT UK, and other than that, come at this new NXT with an open mind, and let's see where it goes. It should be a fun ride, regardless. Hey, Index Wedding's finally happening tonight. And everyone have a good day, and hopefully I can make this a 
regular occurrence again. And go watch wrestling. Oh, yeah. New WWE champion, Big E. How cool is that?